success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast and we have an amazing guest for you. Yes, I say that every week because every (laughs) single one of them is amazing and invincible. But today we have Rebecca Plouts. Rebecca encourages inspired transformation of your busy mind, unloved body and low energy to connect you to yourself the right people and places to be seen and heard while staying connected to your vision for the future. She creates a powerful space to work on your purpose with purpose to stay connected to your vision and be celebrated for your intentional growth. She encourages you to love fearlessly through seeing beauty, hearing truth, and knowing it's good and well to be fully known. Rebecca makes sure inspired action and fun follows her wherever she goes when her plouts party of five arrives you'll be sure to find them on the dance floor with their three bold confident and courageous futurepreneurs they are fearlessly raising in wausau wisconsin welcome rebecca (laughs) it is so great to have you here on the she's invincible podcast Thank you so much for having me, Cami. I'm super excited. And I want to just give you some kudos for saying Plouts right and Wausau, Wisconsin, <laughs> because so many people do not pronounce um, Wisconsin cities um, properly. So yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel so good. <laughs> that feels great. So yeah, yeah, I have a few friends from there. So I'm, I'm learning the words, but yeah. I'm just excited to have you here uh, for the listeners to hear about your amazingness. So let's do this. Let's tell our listeners how you got where you are today and what makes you invincible. Oh, I love it. Okay. So how I got here. So, um, my, my entrepreneur story actually starts from, um, over 10 years ago, uh, just about almost 11, I think now, um, a decade ago, I was wrongfully fired from a retail job and that really like snowballed into stepping into how I am invincible and how I see that now, right? Like looking back and 10 years just happens at a snap of a finger. Um, so that happened at a time in my life where I was already trying to figure out what I was doing with myself. And really what it boiled down to is that they fired me for um, perception is what they, the word that they told me. And basically they told me I didn't smile enough and that I wasn't personable enough. And, um, so, I mean, that was devastating and that really started the, the momentum of, 
of where I am now, because then from there, right, um, I took some time. And honestly, I, I always say, I don't really know if it was three days or three weeks or really three months. It was, it definitely wasn't three days, but um, I took some time and, you know, my family was encouraging me to figure out what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And I was early twenties at that time. So I was like, I have no idea. And the only thing that I knew I enjoyed, and, and I say this because the one thing that I took the day that I walked out of there um, was that I knew I wasn't going to just find another job to mindlessly be plugged into, to just exist. I wanted to be fully alive. And obviously, if they tell me that I wasn't um, happy enough to be there, like that really does speak volume because I am an energetic, excited person and I love to have fun as my bio was mentioning. So for someone to say that to me and tell me I wasn't good enough in that position, I was like, wow, never will I let someone tell me that I'm not good enough for something. I will decide when I'm, when I'm done, when I've had enough, all of that. So my family's encouragement was like, well, what do you, what do you want to do? And the one thing that I knew I was passionate about is, um, taking pictures. I knew that I loved capturing moments and experiences that I was having in the people around me and, and seeing that, um, humanness, right? Like that we're going through. And I didn't even have a professional camera at the time, but that's the one thing that I finally spit out to my bonus dad when he asked me and we were having a private conversation about it. And from there, like I got the support that I needed to start taking night classes and just start dipping my feet into figuring out that photography was something that I could make an income at. And I really wasn't sure about that at the time. So um, that's how I became an entrepreneur. And there's a lot of messy things in, in the middle that we'll talk about to get to where I am today, but um, I'm here today as your connection strategist. I've taken my love for the human connection and it's transformed in a really beautiful way that I, I don't just do photography. It is now photography and mindset coaching and a, a beautiful space to like bring people together for people to be fully seen. And that's like in a nutshell, really fast, like how I got here today is, is my love for really seeing people for who they are and, and all that is possible for them. I love it. And so tell us what makes you invincible. Mm, I love that. And I think that that's actually a, a huge piece of what does make me invincible is that I am able to fully see people where they are now, but also see the possibilities for them. And really the, the piece of that is that I, I made fear my best friend. That is, that is the shift that happened for me was that I, I found out that I looked at, um, all of the uns in our life, right? The, the uncomfortable spaces and the uncertainties and that's fear, right? I looked at that as my friend and that really helped me be invincible and keep going and find, um, find the, next, the next move and the next right thing instead of giving up, instead of just saying, I'm not cut up for this because entrepreneurship is hard <laughs> and um, we have to be invincible in different ways. So that's really seeing people fully, meeting them where they are and um and helping them see that fear can really be a tool that is our best friend and and move through the challenges and grow from them 
I love that. So yeah, so that is so great because that was going to be my next question is I just love how you talk about fear being your best friend. And so I would love for you to share some more about that, some tips about how you do that and how others could do that as well. Yeah, no, this is one of my favorite things to talk about. I I do keynotes about this all the time. Um, And I talk about fear as our best friend because it's really thinking about how we can be attracting or how we want to be attracting the right kind of relationships and connections um, into our lives and our friendships, right? Like think about your best friend. What are the characteristics that you love about your best friend? And the five main ones that I've found came through for me and then also in the audiences that I've um, connected with on this topic is um, that our best friend is honest our best friend is accountable. Our best friend is always fun, right? Like they're our partners in crime. Um, they're authentic and they're direct with us. And I mean, you could probably like think really fast about what that really means. And it, and I just want to point out that um, the best friend in comparison to fear, right? It's, it's like saying um, our toxic relationships that we have in our lives or that we used to have in our lives, right? Um, that those are equal to letting our fears control us in a toxic way. They really keep us in a stagnant space and they keep us stuck there. Um, And then when we get to decide, do they get to stay there? Do we get to keep letting these people or these fears show up in our life? Or are we going to move through them and grow in the experience that we have with that? Right? So... So honesty is like a huge one because our, our best friends, they kind of give it to us, right? They, they don't uh, really play that highlight reel. And it's out of love that they're giving us their feedback. And um, our best friends have our, they have our best interests at my, in mind. So our fears do too. And that's something that people aren't really thinking, right? Like we're thinking that fear is just such a negative thing. And when we think about people fully seeing us, right? Like that's, I said, that's my thing. So when fear, when we fear people fully seeing who we are, that's actually a dishonest move on our, on our part to our friends, right? Cause we're like, oh, I can't say that or do that properly because they'll fully see me and they won't like it. Well, that's our fear talking. Our best friends, they would never do that. They, they want us to be ourselves and laugh and cry and, and just show up as authentically as possible. Um, So that's really like what it boils down to in a fast nutshell with honesty and accountability is a huge one with me that I'll touch on just because um, there's a saying because she said she would, she did. And that saying, I found that through um, how we got connected, Coconut Powerhouse. And I found that saying through some women there and it stuck with me because I didn't realize how much in my, in my life and in my past, like that would hurt me when people wouldn't stay true to what they would say they wanted to do or that they would do. Um, it would be more of a hurt thing to me. And then realizing that accountability with celebrating ourselves is a huge thing that um, we need to keep front of mind. So celebrating when we are doing the things and showing up like we intend to um, in it's those little shifts. And actually that's something that I added in my bio now is talking about that I really, I help connect you to the small consistent shifts that create large momentum, 
And that's really what it boils down to. It's, it's compounding the, the small actions, right, that in our daily purpose that create and compound our big vision to stay connected and, and be on purpose every day in moving through those things. So fear is accountable too because it doesn't, um, it doesn't play the highlight reel and it will motivate you to either stay where you are and shrink back or it will motivate you to show up and, and grow through those things. And it's all about stepping out of our comfort zone one, one little bit at a time. So, so I, can, I can continue to go down and talk about all of these extra steps. I don't know how much time you want me to spend on the, oh, yeah, the benefits. Yeah. Go ahead. But, um, fun is, is my gift zone. I'm all about fun. And I tell people that um, if it's not fun, I won't do it. And if, it, if I have to do it, right, like paying bills, who's going to say that's fun? But like we, we have to show up and do certain things. So um, a tip that I would lo- I love to tell people is like make it fun. Find ways that you think are fun to do it. So I say the example of, you know, turning on your favorite song if you're a dancer like me and just dance it out after you pay your bills. Celebrate it and dance like you have the money to pay it. You get to go pay those bills. Some people can't do that. Some people are struggling to do that alone. Um, but fun is our best friend because, right, that's getting out of our comfort zone and being able to step into new spaces and able to, um, enabling the opportunity to grow. And um, the tip, right, that I have to put in here because of my story that I briefly shared with being fired is that my tip is always to be smiling and more inviting because that really helps, especially in the virtual world that we're all very much living in right now and not being like a psycho smile and be like plastered, but, you know, just, just relaxing and and smiling more and be more inviting. Like RBF is a real thing that I say is runs in my family. And, um, it's, it's all about being able to express your emotions through your facial expressions and, and having more fun and being okay with smiling. I found, um, you know, a tip that I had for when I started speaking with making things fun because, um, speaking in public is a big fear for a lot of people. And something that I've adopted into my practices for coming on podcasts and, um, and going on actual stages and virtual stages is looking in the mirror and telling myself that I'm excited and making sure that I say it at least three times. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. But it's not just saying it. It's actually, I don't leave until I believe it because that really sets the, sets the energy in your body so that we are able to label it. Because if you guys don't know this already, um, excitement and anxiety are actually doing the same chemical things in our body. And it's really that we get to label it in our mind, like say what it is. So tell yourself that it's excitement that you're actually feeling those butterflies. It's not nerves. It's not scary. It's exciting because you're about to grow. You're about to impact people. And that's the other thing is realizing that when we are feeling those feelings, it's actually that we need to just kind of shift the mindset to think about other people, right? I'm on here right now to share this with you guys so that someone, even one person can take away one nugget and it can shift something for you. Maybe it's, maybe it's that someone picks up the phone and they call their best friend and tell them the amazing qualities that they see in them. Maybe your best friend needs to hear that today. And this simple talk about how your best friend can be the equivalent to fear 
it might shift something for them or for you. I, I mean, that's what I'm here for, to, to bring the story to you, for you to take what you need. Um, and, and realizing that when you achieve the impossible, that's adrenaline pumping. So it does make fear fun. That's why we love roller coasters and it's, you know, the holiday seasons of like Halloween and like the things that give us excitement and thrills because it's the adrenaline pumping. It is fun. Um, and then you survive it and you have a happy dance, as I say. <laughs> so, um, and, and realizing that when um, the directness, right? Like I, I talk about authenticity and directness as the other topics for how fear is our best friend and our best friends are direct. They give us the feedback that we need and more than like what we want to hear. And it's always out of love, but really being who our world needs is important. And we need to tell our friends that. So if someone is really good at um, making crafts, right. And we don't tell them, and maybe that's what they need to hear is like, that was really good. I can't do that. Can you help me? You know, being able to show up and tell them what you see in them because they're your friend and you're being direct about it. So I, I'm frequently the person that will say, Hey, why are you doubting yourself? You're really incredible. Like I see this in you and it's really about borrowing, 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 borrowing our belief to them for them to see that like you have amazing things that your world needs and you need to share them. And our friends are really good at calling us out on our BS to say like, Hey, don't shrink back. I see you and stop doubting yourself. Right. It's another one of those call them out and say that, that you see them. I love that. Fear is direct and calls us out too, because that's at the what if space, right? What if it doesn't happen? What if this happens and it doesn't work? And it really does speak the truth in power because it doesn't, doesn't play that highlight real, but we can shift that mindset too, to say, what if this does happen and it's the best thing ever? And we just don't know what that is. It might just be the unknown of the possibilities are there. It's endless. That's awesome. That's yeah. So those are some quick like things that I think um, really helped me through all of, all of the last 10 years, literally of, of figuring out entrepreneurship is I've shifted my mindset to really pick out like, how these things can support us in our minds. And that's really where the battle is. So connect, connecting with yourself. That's why that's the first thing in my bio is because it all starts with us. If we aren't connected with ourselves and how we believe in ourselves and knowing that we are invincible and we can figure the things out and keep moving with, with great momentum, then, you know, we can't keep going. We get stuck and stagnant. So making for your best friend is, is one of my, my greatest tools that I have found. Okay. Well, Rebecca, I would love for you to tell us about what you're doing right now with the work on purpose with purpose. So I understand you have a membership community right now. So tell us a little bit about that. That sounds amazing. Yes. So, um, as I mentioned, the accountability and a lot of the great qualities that I see in fear and in our best friends, right? Those things have came together beautifully with a business model for a membership. It's an annual membership. And I'll tell you a little bit about how that started. So I actually have my business partners. This is, I'm a co-founder of this workspace and we call it work on purpose with purpose because 
so many times, my business partner actually would hear from clients. I have a team and they say they want these things, but then they don't do the work. Like, how do I help them or what is missing in the fact that people say what they want and then they aren't accountable and actually showing up for what they want when you tell them what they need to do even, right? And she had the the, the name work on purpose of purpose came in mind because she's like, they're working, but they're not, they're not in their daily purpose. So knowing what our daily purpose is really how this came about, because my business partner and I were this for each other. We were accountability. We were support. We were celebrating each other. We were showing up and, and giving each other the space that we needed. And at the same time we were doing this, we were hearing from so many women and men. Um, it, it is an inclusive space. Um, and they were telling us that they felt alone in their entrepreneur journey. They felt alone and isolated. And this was before COVID. So this is actually, this, um, we're coming up a year and a half right now. So we like to say we were virtual before it was cool, <laughs> just so that there's a pretext there. Um, but then, you know, it's really about bringing people together. It's about community and having the space to celebrate each other's small wins that equal large momentum, right? Getting to those giant momentum spaces is because we're in our daily purpose consistently. So consistent small shifts equal that creating giant momentum in our visions of what it is. So the workspace is really specifically, um, we host three action hours a week for our members. And it's a, it's, a, it's a space where we get on Zoom and we celebrate wins for the first five minutes, get everyone in a positive mindset because quantum physics tells us that you go in a direction for 17 seconds or more and you continue to go in that momentum in that direction. So we always start with positivity. And then the next five minutes of this call is setting our intentions. So we say what we're working on in the space together. So it could be going for a walk. It could be making business calls, whatever it is for you. And then from there, we turn off our screens and our microphones and we do our work. We go to the intention that we just set and we're holding each other accountable for it. So then the beautiful thing is that we come back with 10 minutes left of that hour and we say, Cammie, did you get your walk-in? Did you get those calls in? And you get to say, yes, I did. And I got this bonus in or no, my dog kept bothering me. You know, something happened, something stopped me up. And then we get to mastermind about that as a community. If you're looking for suggestions on support or then we, the accountability pieces that we have our members posting in our community page and we're continuing the celebrations when we do complete it because sometimes it's just a a faulty thing of like I didn't have enough time I was so close but I just didn't quite get it yet and I'll finish it and share it so it's connection it's accountability it's a community where you can hold the space for each other and you're getting to know people on a really interesting level because it's quick quick things that it's not you know, taking hours out of your day to get to know people, you're really hearing the amazing pieces that are helping them grow into their vision. It's just, it's so special. And I'm kind of biased, of course, but um, it's the workspace specifically is those action hours. And then there are growing levels that I'm super excited about right now that we're building out community circles that are going to be more action hours that are 
specific. So it might be like profit on purpose with purpose, homeschool on purpose with purpose. And it's an intentional space where you can be connecting with people. And our, our motto is work on purpose with purpose where so, you always have someone because it's about not being alone. It's about having someone there to support you even when you feel like no one can possibly understand what I'm going through right now. And there's so much of that that I'm like, wow, this is a really gift to be able to share this. So I'm really excited to, to be on here and, and sharing it with your audience, Cami. It sounds amazing. And like that, as you're telling this, it's unfolding and I'm thinking this would be so great. Like I know for myself early on in entrepreneurship, and I, I probably have to admit that it's probably still happens sometimes, but um, we tend to procrastinate on the things that are like those big stretches for us, whether it's making that scary phone call or, you know, whatever, there's always something, right? And so yeah. I feel like this actually forces you to do that scary thing if you show up and you're like, okay, I have to turn the screen off now and go do that thing and come back and say that I did it. That could save the procrastinators of the world uh, and really help people grow through the fear of whatever it is, you know, that's there that's causing them to procrastinate to making that move. So I love that. And I could see where that could be so valuable. I'm sure it's making an impact in the, the people that are a part of that so far. So that sounds amazing to me. So let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, great. Um, thank you. Um, you can actually go to workonpurposewithpurpose.com and check out this, this membership, this community that we're talking about right now. That's a great place. Um, you can also find me personally um, at Your Connection Strategist on Instagram. And you can definitely check me out on Facebook, Rebecca Plouts um, on Facebook. Perfect. And I'll also have all of that in the show notes as well. So I'm so excited to have you again. And also just to have you share all of the great things that you're doing and how you're impacting the world. So now it's time to take a shift. You know, on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise we're going to bring our listeners fierce female entrepreneurs. And here you are. And I so appreciate that. We also promise them that we are going to let them behind the scenes. You know, all these things that we're talking about, they sound so great and so simple and successful and all the things. And if we only had that to look at, we think, oh, you just sailed your way to success. But we know that's not true. And so, we want to share right now some of your journey, the journey that you took, uh, the, the things that you've enjoyed and celebrated, and, and then the not so great things. So let's start with the good. Can you share a story with us of the good of your journey? Yes. Okay. So I love that you're like, pick one, because it's like, everyone's going to say there's so many good things, right? Yes. Um, so a real pivotal good for me that I can definitely say was holds true is, is finding the community that we connected in. Um, so finding Polkadot Powerhouse, because specifically, um, I had never done networking. I had never gone to a BNI meeting. I had never done anything else. I actually found out about it word of mouth um, at a, a ladies' night out event where I was sharing my empowerment photography, and they heard me speaking my passion about body positivity and loving yourself first. 
and really having that connection with ourselves. And they were like, you have to come check this out. You're all about positivity and supporting women. Um, and I loved that space. And it was really a space um, and an incubator to just grow and know that we are invincible and we have possibilities and we have resources and that we can be supporting each other. And that was such a eye-opening experience for me um, because it opened a lot of doors. I'm actually on a leadership team with them for my chapter. So like that opened up a whole world of how I could step in more as an entrepreneur and, and own my space. That was a huge thing for, for me to, to come through in that, in that connection and community was to know what was possible for me and what I'm supposed to bring to my world. So, um, that was huge because in, in the shift of leadership, a leadership role as well, that progressed to me having my own video podcast, which I interviewed Cami on. And um, that was a huge thing for me because that was actually one of my fears. Speaking in public was one of my fears specifically because um, reading out loud, like a bio of someone, they have a lot of fancy words in them and in titles. And I was in the um, help reading classes, whatever they call them. And so I had the, the fear of like, I'm not smart enough to be presenting with these people and all of those kinds of negative self doubts. Um, so stepping in that leadership role was specifically to call out my fear and push me to the next level, draw that out in me. And that's the, that was a good thing. It was uncomfortable, but it was all good. I love that. And here's the thing. And I'm actually going to quote, put this as a quote from you today, uh, is that it was an incubator. OMG, what a visual. Like, so seriously, it's like you go into that and you have all of your fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs and all of that. And then you get submerged into this, this, I don't know, it's like this pool of energy and positive female entrepreneurs and, and just the force of it is amazing. And it is really what you're saying is it's like an incubator and it really shines a light on you and it allows you everything you need to grow into the amazing person that you are becoming every day. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent and I just haven't heard it said that way. And so that just, I love it. That is amazing. So, and we want to encourage all of our listeners to check out Polka Dot Powerhouse. Uh, it's polkadotpowerhouse.com. We'll have that in the show notes as well. And, uh, you know, we'd love to invite you to check it out and see, maybe it could be your incubator too, if you're in need of one. Yes. So, well, thank you for sharing that. That is a great yes. story. And it is always so great and reassuring to hear these great stories uh, because we know what we're doing in Polka Dot Powerhouse is making a difference and truly making an impact in the world. So thank you. So now we have to shift and we have to talk about the bad. So do you have a story about the bad? And you could pick one, right? Only one. Yeah. <laughs> This, this is actually, this is where it gets difficult. And I don't know if it's just a me thing or not, but the difficult part for me is that I'm a highly positive person. I intentionally find the good things in every situation I've ever been thrown. And that's because I've, I've actually permanently shifted my mind to see fear as a good thing and, and the uncertainty as, as a positive thing. So this is something that I'm really like, wow, what can I pull through to help you guys see like that I do have bad? 
but I've really like I've conditioned my mind with consistent shifts to just it's I'm there for a hot second and then I'm on to the next thought of a positive one. So what I can tell you about bad is is realizing that we do have these negative self beliefs, right? And and being able to see that like mine boils down to like the bare bones is that mine is that I feel like I'm not good enough. And you can put whatever you want after that, a good enough wife, a good enough mom, a good enough business owner, a good enough business partner, um, whatever those things are, right? Like it boils down to, am I good enough? And the, the bad is really knowing that we have a bigger vision. I was like, okay, so the bad part is when we are in a space where we're ready to grow. This was me. Okay. So when I hired my success strategist, right, it's thousands of dollars to invest in yourself. And I am really, I'm really good at doing it. Um, but the accountability and having those things in place was where the bad part was for me. So then that kind of brings in like how I've structured my life and I've, I've formed my incubators very intentionally to support getting rid of the bad and making them good. So the, the bad part was I, I knew that that, that belief was there. And then to, to be like, okay, I have to figure out what this is. And I'm, I'm a big personal development, self education person. I actually don't have a degree in photography. I was self-taught. I went to night school and then I was self-taught. I just got in there, got my hands dirty and, and figured it out what I enjoyed. Um, so, so the story about not being good enough was I taking that first step to invest in having a coach or a strategist to really support me because I saw that those negative beliefs were there, but I need someone to hold me accountable as a strong, invincible woman. I needed someone else to step up and be like, Hey, I don't have a boss anymore. We are in charge of ourselves and we get to say if we're going to do it or not. So when you are a strong personality, especially like me, I was like, I'm in a bad situation. I need to get over myself and have someone else helping me stay grounded in my vision. Um, and the bad space was getting, um, getting myself over the money mindset and all of those negative thoughts about, am I good enough to do this? Is it going to be worth it? And it was all boiling down to me and being connected to myself. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's hard too. And you do have to overcome that. Okay. Well, now we have to talk about the ugly. So I know, and I, you know, I like to make the ugly sound good because it's ugly, right? (laughs) So that's where um, the biggest, the biggest momentum happens, right? Like down to the, the, the ugliest parts. Um, sorry, I cut you off. Was there something else you were going to say with that to me? No, no, not at all. Just share with us the ugly. I agree with you a hundred percent. It is, it's in the ugly that we are transformed. Yeah. 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 Yes, definitely. So, so, okay. Thinking right. Even deeper. Okay. What was the next level for me that really dug deep? And it was, um, during this year, it was during the first part of this year when we went in lockdown and the pandemic happened. Um, something that happened was that I actually had a partnership shift in a pivot um, so the work on purpose of purpose, um, business, it's a vision from my, my success strategist and me. 
we created this together. And then we brought in her other half. Her husband was our business partner in this too. And because it was literally our baby that her and I created, and then we were bringing him in, the the ugly is that we, I really strongly pivoted because of COVID and as a blessing, I call it a think tank where I put pen to paper and, and journal my thoughts, negative and positive. You just let it flow, right? So in doing this during the pandemic, I learned so much about myself that I would never say out loud. And what happened is that I would see and hear things because that's what I do. I would see things differently than what someone would say, because I can tell when people are passionate and really in it. And I'm a really good judge of character, right? My best friend is fear. I I, I show up and I, I fully am ready to hear people. So in this ugly part, it was that I had to voice that I didn't think that he could be our business partner. I didn't, I didn't see that he was passionate like we are. And it was stopping my creativity. It was stopping our energy together because his heart wasn't in it like ours was because it was our baby. It was our creation. So the really ugly part that I've never even like shared this to anyone yet is that we bought him out. I was like, I can't, I don't know what to tell you other than trusting my gut is a really ugly spot right now. And it had to happen because I couldn't hide from it anymore. Like I was journaling about it and not intentionally like thinking negative thoughts. It would just happen. And I would see the ugly truth on paper that I had to open my mouth and I had to be heard and speak my truth to it because it was my baby. It was part of part of a huge vision that I had that I had to release that energy to know, you know, what are your guys' thoughts on this? And it ended up going and we're so in a good place right now where our growth is, is going and it makes sense, but it is that ugly spot that I was like ugly crying. Like I was, I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I didn't know if it was the right thing to even say, because it's just my thoughts, right? Like questioning it all. So that's my ugly My ugly is that I had to like bring it to my friends and my business partners and say my truth and what I saw in the partnership that I didn't think was going to serve our greater impact, our greater purpose, which is what the business model is about. So it sounds silly to say that out loud, but it's the truth. We we second guess ourselves and what we're capable of and what is true. Um, So it is really great to have other sounding boards for that. Absolutely. And it's a good thing too, that you're living by those five rules, right? Because that helps you, you know, being authentic and honestly, and all of being direct, all the things that you talked about uh, all play into part to be able to help you to do those hard things. So, well, Rebecca, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, We're just so excited to have you and thank you for being a part of the She's Invincible podcast and for being invincible. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on, Cammie. This was so great. And I don't know where you are listening from today and I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. You can do it. 
Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.